Weird question alert. This is a game jersey. Did we smell this jersey? <laughs> um, I'm, I didn't want if I told you that I didn't smell the jersey. Um. And with that, let's start the show. Smells like the start of the show. Welcome to Boozy Brunch. Every Friday, Stacey and I get together after our five days of shows on the radio to talk about stuff that we're not allowed to talk about on the radio. And to have a little beverage. I'm kind of nervous because normally we have like sealed containers, but mine's on my desk and I'm using a mug today. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I can smell it from here. That's why I usually have a covered. (laughs) What? Uh, So that was, uh, we were talking to Joe, a guy out of Florida, but he Mm -hmm. is also a Pujols fan, like so many of us St. Louisans are. Mm -hmm. He and his son followed Pujols' career and they got to not only meet him, but have like the most amazing experience when they were up in Toronto. This is what happened. Is this the first time you've met Albert? Yes. So we never really had the luck to uh, be able to get to actually meet him. But uh, this time was, was just incredible. And the magic of it all, I mean, everything just kind of was perfect. Um, I had seven throw seats at the game. And then in the bottom of the ninth, when the Angels were up by two runs, a lot of the fans were leaving. So my wife and I moved down to the second row. And we happened to be sitting right behind a guy that had his own son with Down syndrome who was in his teens. And um, between this guy, Mike, who is just as responsible for this wonderful moment as anybody, uh, and uh, my wife and my son yelling Albert's name, they were able to get his attention. I mean, I'm, I'm still floored. We're, my family's still on cloud nine about this whole thing. Albert um, looked over and saw Nico when we were yelling his name. And he was smiling from ear to ear, and he was pointing over to Nico and waving at Nico, and Nico was getting a huge kick out of it. And he gave me sort of a a hand motion, like, you know, don't leave, I'm going to come over after the game. And so, you know, sure as heck, he came over after the third out, he jogged over, and, I mean, you saw the rest. It was just an unbelievable moment. He took the shirt right off of his back, signed it, and gave it to your son. Yeah, and then signed my son's jersey. (laughs) This was more than than anything that we could have hoped for, and uh, he's just a he's just a beautiful guy with a big heart, and uh, he it's it's clear that you guys in St. Louis still love him. I saw every game that was in St. Louis this weekend, and I, I can understand why you guys still cheer him and stand for him and root for him. I mean, he's he's a really really good guy. Weird question alert, but I'm just thinking about what I would have done. This is a game jersey. Mm-hmm. Did we smell this jersey? <laughs> um, I'm, I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't smell the jersey. Um, I did, and uh, we're okay. We have uh, Albert uses cologne for baseball. <laughs> that was my second question. It was what it smelled like? His ninth inning. I mean, that's yeah, that's a full. That's a it fully seems, <laughs> It does seem weird, Jonah. But if you think about it, I think everybody would smell it. Yes, I would smell it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad to know uh, that Albert smells like victory. Yes, Albert does smell like victory. And, uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, he also smells like a, a sweet guy with a big heart. That will be his next uh, personalized cologne. Albert Pujols presents Sweet Guy. With a big heart. You can read the whole story, plus see the giant smile plastered right across young Nico's face on the Arches Facebook page. Have you ever given anyone the shirt off your back? Hmm. I have been with someone who did it, and it was... It was awkward because <laughs> it was an intern at a radio station and okay. we were giving out t-shirts and someone wanted a t-shirt and we were out and they were like really upset. And so this intern, Jackie, 
took her shirt off. A lady. And gave it to the guy. And I will tell you, it was summer. It was after a setup and then a two-hour event. And women's shirts are generally a little more (laughs) form-fitting. It was... Hecka tight. Ew, she just gave him his sweaty shirt. Yep, and he just hecka took it. Well, I wonder if he's. I would. Hmm. I mean, Joe said he smelled Albert's jersey. Would you smell the? Uh... No, I could smell it before she took it off. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it like the good, like the like the nice stories. Like I've seen in New York City on the subway, like someone mm-hmm. taking off his shirt. I've seen that to give it to a homeless person. That you know what? The one in particular, he gave him a white T-shirt, mm-hmm. and the poor guy, he had no shoes and he had no shirt, and it was freezing. Like that's so sad. Speaking of no shoes and possibly homeless. The craziest thing happened to me the other day. I told you a little bit about it. Yeah, I, you sent me a text not to park in the garage. I drove into work. It was about four in the morning on Thursday. There was just a cru- there was there was just like a pile in the middle of the parking garage. I was like, someone dumped garbage. Like this looks like a giant garbage. Wait, is that a person? And there was a dude. Okay, when you realized it was a person, did you think he might not be alive anymore? I. I don't think that crossed my mind because oh. I know that you thought you walked in on a corpse before. Yeah. Because w- <laughs> homeless people be finding random places to sleep. Yeah, they do. The, the one you're talking about was a guy who used to sleep in our stairwell at the radio station in California. Well, he only did it once and he was splayed out. He didn't like, he wasn't curled up like in a sleeping position. He was flat splayed out on his stomach mm-hmm. at the bottom of a staircase. <laughs> and I like walked in and I was like, oh my God. The way you'd stage your own death. Exactly. If you wanted someone to think that you were dead. Yes, that is what it looked like, but he was fully asleep. Maybe I'm just slow because I should have thought he was dead because, excuse me, the, uh, Oh, the bubbles go straight to my head. <laughs> These beverages, exactly. Because he wasn't like even sleeping in a parking space. He was literally on the driving road, like where you drive your car to decide where to park. He was just sleeping. Let me tell you a little something. He probably didn't have a car to drive if he was sleeping on the on well, the. Well, I know he didn't get out of a car. There weren't any <laughs> other cars around. But why do you pick the center? Wouldn't you want to sleep in the corner at least? Something to either lean up against or have some sort of protection? Isn't there some, like, ingrained in your lizard brain? Like, I want my back against a wall if I'm going to be sleeping exposed. He didn't even have shoes or socks on. Yes, I would have gone around the corner and slept in a more protected area. Well, and here's the thing. Maybe I didn't have time to think, is he dead? Because when I realized, almost as soon as I realized it was a person, I think my headlights woke him up. Because again, four in the morning, pitch black. Mm -hmm. And he looks at the car. I pull up alongside and roll down my window. I was like, hey man, you all right? And he was just like, yeah, oh yeah, oh sorry. Oh, I I was just, oh, I was just so tired. Us, okay. Like, well, that sounds like my excuse to my mom when she was like, your eyes are red when I oh, was a teenager. Hey, mom, no. Oh, I'm just so tired, just mom. just so tired. Oh, oh, I'm so tired. I'm just going to go to sleep, mom. He did seem like he was either on something or he was super drunk. But he, so he kind of sits up and like, hey, you really shouldn't be laying in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. What? You shouldn't be laying in the middle of the road. Security makes, like, I was trying to tell them, like, maybe you want to clear out because there's security guards that are going to make their rounds and they might call the actual cops and you don't want to, like, end, end up in jail just because right. you picked the wrong place to pass out. So I went to park and he got up and he went 
to go put his shoes on, which means to me he actually spent the time to get ready for bed because mm-hmm. he went over to the corner where the smoking, like there's a special smoking area in our you parking know, garage. This is sad. It is sad, but it also blows my mind. Like he got ready for bed and then slept in the middle of the road. Yeah. So he went and put on his shoes. And again, like, dude, are you sure you're okay? Do you need me to call anyone? Mm-hmm. Like, do you need to go anywhere? Oh, no, I was, I'm, I'm just, oh, I was just really tired. Okay. I said to go. So he puts on his shoes, mm. which he took off at some point. What do you think made him take off his shoes? Was it getting ready for bed? Did he roll all the way to where he was sleeping? Was it super hot? Maybe he was, oh, did he roll? It is a little bit downhill. <laughs> This guy. So I, I strongly suggested that maybe he find somewhere else to go. Just mm-hmm. not, not only so he wouldn't get run over, but, you know, you were about right. 10 minutes out. I didn't want you to have to have that experience. I'm six Thanks. foot four, 200 pounds. I wasn't frightened of him. He I'm all- four foot six, 200 pounds. Stacy is, is Jabba the Hutt <laughs> and a tuna can had a child. That is absolutely <laughs> untrue. Let the record stay. She's four seven. So... <laughs> Uh, I I also you don't know what to do in that, or I didn't know what to do in that situation because on one hand I wanted to make sure he cleared out I wanted to make sure everyone was safe but also I, I feel poorly for people in that situation but also you just don't go and sleep in the middle of the road but I, also, I, I don't want to get him in trouble too like, I don't want like he's down on his luck or he's having right. a hard time or maybe he's an addict or an alcoholic or something where he something went off the rails mm-hmm. and now he's coming out of it you don't want to end that with having to go to jail for basically no reason right technically trespassing but i'm more than willing to look the other way for that if people don't need to go to jail no exactly but then i went back to like the accountability he doesn't even have a place to sleep he doesn't have the money to be incarcerated right don't you have to like pay it back they or uh, you or you get fined there was a lawsuit about the yeah like you have to pay the money that it costs to put you up in the jail after right but i also didn't yeah well i didn't want anyone so anyway, I had a conundrum. So what I ended up doing, I texted you and then mm-hmm. I texted the, our other coworkers from the different morning shows who all come in early. And then I went back downstairs. Here come the bubbles again. Maybe we just have more of it. Is that how this works? Just another drink? It is drink, bo- yeah, it is boozy drink them down. That's what you need to do. I'll have some too <sighs> now that we're bubbles. at it. I went back out and he had cleared out. I didn't see him anywhere. So I kind of used that as like a... Uh, a compromise to mm-hmm. then call somebody because mm-hmm. I knew he wouldn't be there. So they're right on our entry door into the building from the parking garage. There's this a uh, call the security for the buildings. Mm-hmm. So I called the security from the buildings, not the actual police, and said, "Hey, just so you know, there's a guy who was sleeping in the middle of this parking garage. Well, I you hope might he's okay. Come check it out. I hope he's okay. Me too, because right, it it's nutty, but unfortunately, ninety nine times out of a hundred, the reason that he was there is not funny. And right. that sucks. Right. But in the middle of the damn road, it, he made me have a, like a nightmare last night. Like really? I, I dreamed about it in a different way hmm. where I was going, I was going to work, but for some reason work was in a giant mall, like a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. And it was before anyone, the malls were open, but for some reason, all the doors to the mall were open. So I could walk through this empty mall mm-hmm. and I was, so that's probably because the door to the building is broken. Yeah, that one that one door is broken. I have to ask them. They're fixing that too. Yeah, and then I it just, was fixed this morning. And then so I went back outside in my dream, and there was a homeless guy riding a bike. Uh-huh. But when he saw me, he like got off the bike and started running at me. And then that was the end of the dream. And then, mm. and then well, the end of the dream, I actually jumped up in the air and I was going to do a double in the air kick to his chestal region because mm. he seemed very aggressive. And then okay. I woke up. 
freaked huh. me out though. Because this guy here was not he nice. He had a, his energy was just fine. I wasn't mm-hmm. scared or worried about my safety in any way. Mm-hmm. I just felt bad for this confused dude who was. Maybe you felt like the hero because you told other people not to park there. But see, I felt victimized in my dream. I was scared. I was like, "Who the hell? this guy?" Like, mm-hmm. I was hoping he didn't see me, and then when he saw me and started coming towards me, I was maybe like, it's oh, you boy. staving off homelessness. Maybe you're scared of losing everything. Damn, and being homeless. that would be pretty quick. Just all of a sudden, this is drudging up all this stuff of, I'm going to get fired and lose my house? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, speaking of weird, I mm-hmm. do what we, we can... Speaking br- of nightmares. We can bring an update <laughs> to my uh, my dad's erotic poetry saga. Um, so if you didn't hear last week's episode, I had randomly been included on an email list. My dad is a writer, a very talented writer. Mm-hmm. I do want to reiterate, not trying to stifle his creativity, just certain things aren't meant for certain people. Like, your kids are not meant to read your sexual poems it's erotic poetry his dad has started um eros a, a series a series of erotic poetry which comes as words don't use that word i'm sorry that presents which itself climaxes as oh. words over pictures like real pictures of real bushy women <laughs> right so <sighs> i needed to get to the bottom of it but i'd be damned if i would actually talk to my dad about it no we're brushing this under the rug as far as him and my relationship is concerned i know i do feel a little bit bad that you're not talking to him at all i feel nope. like we're talking publicly behind his back i, I well that I is literally bad. that is literally what we're doing but dad if you are listening i it, it is okay i have remedied the situation by unsubscribing and again mm-hmm. i do not want to make you feel poorly for what you're doing i to be honest admire your creativity and mm-hmm. your forthrightness Forthful rightedness and his experience. Uh, <laughs> shut up! Just shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to he see. Would never say that. Shut. The <laughs> I'm so I have the microphone controls. You motherfucker! I can't even say that. <laughs> it's Fuck ruined. You. It's ruined. Fuck you. Yeah, say that. We had to get to the bottom of it in a different way, so we called my twin sister to see if she had the similar experience. Spoiler alert, she did. This is what that sounded like. Are you on Dad's new email lists? Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am. I unsubscribed immediately following that. <laughs> I just really can't even. I feel so upset. So, so what happened? You click on it, and then you just see a picture? Yeah, it's like boom. It's not even like download the attachment. It's like word. It's like a word. It's like a word art with words on it, and it's just like shalom. So, so neither of you like your dad sending you erotic poetry. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> that is a way to put it. Yeah, and I mean, I, like the words too. Is just like I hope this is a poem. Zoe, do you mean instead of a recap? correct <laughs> the way he uses the word i it seems like a recap it seems like a pre- it seems like present tense i'm not gonna lie it's present tense okay so <laughs> the first one i opened i only got one there was more than one okay i'm subscribed you are smarter oh. than me and it was <laughs> how many emails were there that you got they're not stopping i just got another one last night are you serious? I'm subscribed. I'm what, going to. I didn't think about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. He apologized. He sent an apology. He must have said, hey, sorry, I forgot you're on my listserv. I didn't get he an apology a, or anything. 
That's because you didn't unsubscribe. Like, he probably could see that she unsubscribed and was like, oh, my God, I just sent that to my daughter. Jonah will be fine. But now I have to... He didn't unsubscribe. I have to open one to unsubscribe. Go to the one you've already opened. Uh, Oh, that's the worst one. How do you know? (laughs) You haven't opened the others. Wait, 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 wait. It says, says, oh, I just got it to me. Yes. Sorry about including you on my arrows mailing. I forgot that you and Jonah were on the list. Okay. I guess... But I'm still on the f-ing list. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm crying my makeup off. <laughs> All right, I I just bravely opened and unsubscribed from the third one. Well, thanks for taking. I this. feel tired. Yeah, this is. A, I'm spent. Ew. <laughs> Okay. Hey, have a great, beautiful, rainbow-filled day. You too. Have a unicorn-tastic day. <laughs> so at the risk of giving you more ammo for your dumb puns, I'd love to put, <laughs> love to put this subject to bed. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh... Is it, though? And, well, real quick, let's, let's end on this, because th- we'll end on something that we both enjoy putting in our mouths. Hmm. <laughs> Your, so many things this could be. What is it? Well, your popcorn pilgrimage. Yes, I do enjoy popcorn. I'm not sure if we've brought this up on the podcast yet, but Stacy is a popcorn connoisseur, a mm-hmm. self-professed popcorn lover. Yes, I love it. More often than not, you'll have a pan of half-full popcorn on your stove at home because you just make it for funsies. Yeah, I just pop it in a giant pot, and then I leave it on the stove, and then I just munch on it for a couple of days. You don't even need oil or anything. I just It's straight-up popcorn kernels so we've, and heat started this popcorn and butter you've you've aptly named most food butter vehicles yes and that is what general because listen chefs find chefs everywhere there's like a quote from one of like the most famous french chefs who like wrote the literal book on french cuisine who just says butter butter and then add more butter oh so, my god i love this person so i've never heard it but i love him and that is like a, a gourmet chef so basically every food should be a way to just get butter in different forms seriously in and around our mouths bread Toast with butter. Popcorn? Buttered popcorn. I was making broccoli yesterday. What made it better? Put some more butter on top. Baked potatoes? Butter vehicles. So we are on oh, this popcorn God. search for the best popcorn in the bi-state. Stacy mm-hmm. started this off by saying that Target had had her favorite, like, made popcorn by It's so else. good. It's so crunchy. So we've started... It's never soggy. ...going to other places, and Edwardsville's on my mind, because actually in about an hour I'm headed back out to Edwardsville to do a little live broadcast for the show, but... We were at Ed- in Edwardsville for... But that's the root word of butter. The chef's shop. Yes, the place was amazing. I had never been there. It's a really cute store. So half of the store is like fun little gift items or, mm-hmm. or cooking related stuff that you can buy. But right. the other half is candy and popcorn. And when we say yeah. popcorn, it's something that we've never seen before. Just vats and vats of some of the most creatively named popcorn in the entire world. They have like 50 flavors. Like They have like root beer... They have dill pickle. Beer cheese. That was beer my favorite. Beer cheese was good. Holy shit, that was good. Exactly. So the beer cheese, it starts kind of a little heavy and cheesy, but then the end, I never knew popcorns could have finishes, but it finished right. spicy and it made you want to have a drink of beer, which is literally yes. what it was made for. It, it's so good. Like it takes a second to kick in and you taste it and you're like, oh, this is good. Oh, what's that new kick? Give me some beer. So I, 
I left you because I had to, of all places to go after eating popcorn, I had to go to the dentist. This place, Chef Shop, uses hullless popcorn, so you didn't have any of those little things stuck in your teeth, is my guess. It is true that I did not have a lot of stuff stuck in my teeth, but it is also true that I still wanted to be prepared for the dentist. So while I left you to finish the second round of tastings. Oh, I did. Literally, they brought out small cups with popcorn samples. It felt like a wine tasting tour. They had peanut butter and chocolate popcorn. So I'm driving from mm-hmm. Edwardsville to Troy, Illinois, which is only supposed to be like a 10-minute drive. Mm-hmm. I am br- I forgot to bring toothbr- toothpaste, but I did bring a toothbrush. Okay. So I'm like dry brushing my teeth while I'm driving <laughs> on these back roads. Like my iPhone told me, this is the, avoid 270, avoid the highways, go this way, it'll be faster. I'm driving until all of a sudden, I didn't tell you this, the road just ended. What? Like they're doing all kinds of road construction in the Edwardsville area. And I guess no one told Apple Maps because all of a sudden the pavement stopped. There was a giant fence that says road closed. And then the road just turned into dirt and there was all kinds of vehicles. Oh my God. I was in the middle of a fucking cornfield. Like it was a one, it was like a long winding country road that was going to connect me from Edwardsville to Troy. And I just had to turn around and go all the way back. I was like, how the hell does a road just end? I don't know. And it seems like it's been ended for a while. Like it's not a new thing if it was just dirt. Well, everyone who I told about it, who I told about it to, everyone who... who You discussed it with? The pe- Thank you. The people at the dental office knew about it. They're like, oh, oh, that road. And then my hygienist, she actually was telling me, I guess I'll take it as a compliment when people talk to me like I'm a local, but we've, we only moved here about a year and a half ago, and mm-hmm. I definitely am not a local in Illinois. It's like, oh, did you have to take 141 for 992, and then you had to go back on this county road, and then loop around and take 126? Sounds right. Like, oh, yeah, I think, I think uh, two, 270. Illinois does have... <laughs> Chican. Illinois does have... Um, that sort of thing has happened to me Every time I've gone to Illinois, <laughs> they don't have signs anywhere that tell you your lane is ending. Have you experienced this? Oh, yeah. I'm merging onto, I think it was 141. Yeah. All of a sudden, there was two lanes merging onto the highway, and I was going to pass the car that was in the right lane merging. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we were in the same lane, and I was being a dick, and I didn't even realize it. Right. Like, you're driving along, you're on the highway, and there are three lanes, and then all of a sudden, your lane ends. And there's no sign that tells you, like, you're supposed to be such a local that you know where this happens. Illinois, get it together. And another thing, there are so many trucks, like big, huge semi-trucks on these roads. That is true. I was on, well, I, I took like 55. I don't know how they stay in their lines. Well, mine didn't. There was one guy who didn't. He was just driving in the middle of two lanes, and I just stayed behind him. <sighs> so, hey, I guess I'm going to get to experience that adventure again in just about one hour. You Head- should probably leave early after Head- all this talk. Heading to Deerberg's in Edwardsville. So, What is their special? What are you talking about today? Bob's Barbecue, baby. Oh, oh, oh. During the summer, they like smoke and barbecue outside, mm-hmm. and they have their special barbecue uh, pulled chicken and pulled pork. Is it dry rub or barbecue sauce? They brought it in the other day, I th- I think it was a barbecue sauce. Okay. Because they also have Joe's barbecue over there, which is my boyfriend's name. So I'm interested in that one. Joe and Bob, they're getting real, real creative. <laughs> Our friends at Deerberg's. Well, I'm headed out. Well, wait, I think we have a little. Ooh, do you have any left? It's not called Boozy Brun for no reason yet. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Uh, until we meet again, don't run over any homeless people. Do you want to cheers? Cheers. cheers. At least we don't do a drunk dinner show.
Boozy brunch is as serious as we get. If it, if it drug into dinner, we would be too slurry to understand. I feel like the content would be very different. Stacey and Jonah is the name of our show. Very creative every weekday morning on 106.5 The Arch. 106.5theArch.com if you ever want to hear more of that. And then Boozy Brunch is every Friday. Have a great weekend. Hey, see you later.